Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Notebook. All right. It's a Longhorn Notebook and it's brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, the home loan expert and your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K. Bowersockteam.com. I talk about uh, letting her do for you what she did for me and Linda is to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap because she's the person who can make and carry out that 10-day home loan approval. Not only that, she continues to service it after all of that said and done. I just got a I got a, a email from her the other day showing the value of my home since the purchase and it's gone up significantly. So that's that's good to know. Bowersockteam.com is where you go for all that great info. All right, so I, I want to talk uh, – we'll get to Jamal Fenner here in just a minute, but I, yep. I want to talk about A.D. Mitchell, his commitment. Sure. We talked about it on Friday. It was kind of a formality at that point that the Georgia transfer, once he got to campus and once we confirmed that he was on campus, it was just going to be a formality that he committed to Texas, and he did over the weekend, signed, sealed, delivered, all that stuff uh, to the 40 acres. But I, I wanted to look at where he can help this offense the most, Craig, and really where he can help this offense a ton uh, is in the deep passing game. So I went back and pulled up the numbers, looked at pro football focus – over his two seasons at Georgia, remember he had the ankle injury this year. He missed some mm-hmm. games, so it's not two full seasons, but it's a big enough sample size. On passes of 20 yards or more down the field. And, you know, we, Stetson Bennett gets a lot of grief for not being able to throw the deep ball and he mm-hmm. doesn't have that strong of an arm. Well, it's, it's great when you've got targets like A.D. Mitchell who can go down the field, go up and get it. Uh, 17 times over the last two seasons, Craig, he has been targeted, according to Pro Football Focus, on passes of 20 yards or more down the field. Eight catches on those 17 targets. That's a 47% catch rate. And I'll get to another uh, deep threats receiving numbers here in just a second to give you a good comparison. Sure. So 17 targets, eight catches. It's a 47% catch rate. 217 yards, five touchdowns. So it's eight catches on deep balls. Five of those went for touchdowns. On contested catches of 20-plus yards or more down the field, nine opportunities, five catches. That's a 56% contested catch rate. Let's go to Isaiah Nayer's numbers his last year at Wyoming because all we talked about last offseason, and rightfully so, was how as a deep threat he was going to help that offense. Well, Isaiah Nayer's numbers at Wyoming, now granted, it's more. 33 targets in 2021 on passes of 20 yards or more down the field. 13 catches, so that's a 39.4% catch rate. Remember, A.D. Mitchell over his career is at 47%. Uh, 439 yards for Nayer, seven touchdowns, so 13 catches on the deep ball, seven touchdowns for Nayer. But that contested catch rate I talked about, A.D. Mitchell's about 56% on the contested catch rate. Isaiah Nayer's at 58.3. So both of those guys, if you look at the sample size in their most productive times in college, both guys can do a really good job for you of stretching the field and, more importantly, making contested catches down the field. Now, when you go look at the deep passing game, Obviously, we look at Quinn Ewer's numbers, and even to an extent when Hudson Card was in there, and I felt like, you know, HUD, really the West Virginia game, his last start, we saw the deep ball start to click a little bit more. He hit one to Sanders. He hit the big one to Worthy, where Worthy made a contested catch. But looking at Quinn Ewer's from a passing depth standpoint, on throws of 20 yards or more down the field, 16 of 52, that's a 31% completion rate, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 
did suffer from three drops. He had five turnover-worthy plays, according to Pro Football Focus. But <laughs> That's a turnover-worthy play. Of course, with Dak's throw last night that was almost intercepted, almost a pick six on that next-to-last drive, that would be a turnover-worthy play, wouldn't um, it? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> By the way, Dak was, uh, I think, in the top ten in the league this year in turnover-worthy yeah. throws. But if you look at Quinn Ewers, Craig, his NFL quarterback rating, according to PFF, 63.9% on the deep ball. That was his lowest in terms of any range on the field. His quarterback rating in the intermediate game, 10 to 19 yards, 81.3. The quarterback rating in the short game, 90.5. And on those throws behind the line of scrimmage or bubble screens and things of that nature, 121.7. So Quinn Ewers was really good in the short game. It just... I didn't like the fact that it took him to the bowl game to really take advantage of that. I thought that was growth for Quinn, growth for Sark in the bowl game, like we talked about, being willing to take those short to intermediate shots that the defense is going to give you. But Texas needs to be a better deep ball throwing offense. We know Sark loves the deep ball. He wants to take the deep shots. I think it's going to be easier when you've got, if you've got a healthy Isaiah Nayer and A.D. Mitchell, you've got two guys that can legitimately stretch the field. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think Xavier Worthy... He was most impacted by Isaiah Nayer's injury because now he had to be the deep threat. Whereas now if you've got two guys on the outside that can stretch the field, we know what Jordan Whittington is in terms of being a multifaceted player. Mm -hmm. Think about Jordan Whittington almost like you think about what LJ Humphrey did for the Texas offense in 2018. He's he's, you know just natural with the ball in his hands. He can play two and through contact, do so many different things for you. Now with Xavier Worthy, now you can use him in the short game where he can be more effective, where he is at his best in terms of being able to run after the catch. So just keep that in mind when you think about what A.D. Mitchell brings to the table in terms of being a deep threat. Let's talk about Jamal Fenner. Sure. Resigned his post at LBJ this morning. My man Mike Roach, who's been all over the story at Horns 24-7, citing multiple sources that Jamal Fenner is expected to be named. Hasn't officially been yet. We haven't seen anything come down. Expected to be named the new director of high school relations at Texas. That's the position that opened up when Chris Gilbert left to take a job, Craig, at your alma mater at North Texas as mm-hmm. the tight ends coach and the assistant head coach for Eric Morris. Uh, you've gotten to know Coach Fenner. Really, we all know Coach Fenner, yep. but you've gotten to know him really, really well over the last couple of years and this year, calling as many LBJ games as you called. I think this hire is really good for a number of reasons, uh, but I think both for Texas it benefits you because I think Sark got the profile of the kind of guy he wanted in terms of his connections all across the state. And two, I think for Coach Fenner, if the next step beyond this is to get a college coaching job, you can take one of these player personnel jobs and you don't even have to leave your hometown to do it. You go right down the street to a big-time Power 5 school and take one of these off-field jobs. I I think it's great for all parties involved. I I couldn't agree more. And um, uh, from from his relationship with high school coaches, uh, I think it's an excellent hire for Sark, and he'll have an opportunity really networking a lot. He has a great deal of respect across the state of Texas. For Jamal, uh, I think it was the next step for him. He, He had done landmark work. At LBJ, when you think about it, when he took over, when Andrew Jackson was ill and ultimately passed away from cancer, when he took over from the beloved Coach Jack, uh, he then elevated the level of play even higher than what Coach Jackson had done for them to go to places they had never been before. Uh, Cam Parker did their play-by-play a couple of years ago. You remember what, what it was uh, like working uh, uh, with Coach Fenner, always, always good and always engaged with his kids really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, and he was, he was a class act from the very first time I met him all the way through these past few years. And like you just mentioned, Craig, what he's done for that program 
is incredible and what he's done for the Austin area. It's a great hire. When I saw Mike Roach's tweet, tweet this morning, I thought, man, Sark really hit this one. Yeah, and and I and I'm glad. I'm happy for Jamal as well because I think I I, I I always hesitate to say a coach had done all he could do at a program because first of all the coach is going to tell you oh no 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 there's more we can do we can win a state title we can do this we can do better and all that mm-hmm. I, I you know but in terms of a new challenge for him a different type of challenge uh, I think that that. That's where that steps in, and I think that's I think that's a really good move for him. Coach Fender's final numbers at LBJ in four full seasons as the head coach: eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Towards five full seasons, uh, eighteen to twenty-two, a forty-nine and thirteen record. Obviously, in twenty twenty, uh, LBJ goes fifteen or actually uh, played in the, the Class Two A Division. Uh, I'm sorry, four A Division One State Championship game in twenty twenty one. In twenty twenty, they made the run to the uh, to the state semifinals. Yeah. So, like you said, Craig. Stuff that hasn't been done in AISD in a long time, and never before at LBJ. Right. So, uh, so, congrats to uh, Jamal. Yeah, and and by the way, to Sark of the football program too. I think it does. I think I 100%. think it's a good thing. Uh, somebody had asked on the Specs text line, any word on wide receivers, coach? Nothing yet, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are eliminated, and everything we've heard is Chris Jackson looks like the the primary guy that Sark has targeted. So I I would expect, if indeed he is the guy, if this comes to fruition, I wouldn't expect to wait much longer. So what you're saying then is, you're not, you are not expecting this particular question to fully take the place of the Brockemeyer question you know no. so it won't get nope. asked as much no nope. I I feel you know if it's Chris Jackson it's only a matter of time I wouldn't be shocked if something came down really soon but and then I, you feel like it's Chris Jackson because I haven't heard of any other name surface since his name surfaced last week as the lead candidate or actually Two weeks ago, week and a half, whenever it was, as the league candidate before the Jaguars played that uh, wild card game against the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's our Longhorn notebook for this hour.